Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. We're back. Um, we're here today with a special little mini Kitten Krista podcast. An emergency are- edition of the oh, podcast. Call the red phone. Um, we are very excited about um, what we just saw in the gameplay demonstration by the one and only Mr. Al Nima himself. So we want to talk about it. Yes, we yeah. watched the new video. We've already done a reaction for that. You should watch that if you haven't. Uh, but we just had so many thoughts after looking at it again and again that we had to come back here and do this uh, special podcast for you all. Yes. Um, why don't we just start with our instant gut reactions? How did, how did you feel about this? Yeah. Yeah. How did I feel? I felt really good about this, honestly. And, you know, we don't know before this, we, we really knew nothing about sort of what is going to be differentiated from Breath of the Wild from a gameplay perspective um, we've seen these short little kind of piecemeal trailers that doesn't give you a lot of information. So it was really nice to just sit down with Mr. Alnuma and just see like a, a chunk of something that you're doing as the player in the game. Um, and uh, what we saw, I think we both really liked and were pretty excited about. And it does sort of have that spirit of Breath of the Wild experimentation and um, playing the game how how you want to play it, and and I'm glad to see that spirit is alive and well for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I thought this was great. I think we both had, I think, the right expectations for this going in. Yeah, it's only ten minutes. There's only so much you can show. We know that this is a team that likes to keep things close to the vest, so we were not expecting them to just take off every box of everything we wanted to see. Sure. Um, but what we did see was really cool. Um, we saw some really intriguing new gameplay mechanics, which we're going to talk about a lot more in depth. Um, we did get to see the breadth of the sky areas of Hyrule mm-hmm. now, which seem to be very substantial. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely got me hyped for the game in a way that I wasn't before. I, I was just kind of like, yeah, that game's coming out soon and I'm going to play it and I'm going to like it. But I wasn't really like counting down the days. Like I'm, I'm very excited for this game now. Yeah, agreed. Now I'm just like in my own head. I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, how would I like tinker around? Meat arrows. That is the answer. Meat. Ar- I want to do. I definitely want to do the a game meat arrow. with a meat arrow. <laughs> Speed run with a meat arrow. Naked with naked a meat link arrow. Meat arrow. <laughs> Hot naked link with a meat arrow. Wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. That's the instant reaction. Yes. Yeah. No, but I think we're both really like happy about. Um, yeah about what we saw today. Right. Um, so as we said, we did these predictions yesterday and I want to go kind of prediction by prediction and just see how we did. Yeah. Because it's, okay. it's always fun to do. Yeah. Um, Were we right? First prediction was getting some sort of an explanation of what does Tears of the Kingdom mean? Because it's something that mm. has been like teased, like, oh, this is important. Yeah. This is a big deal. Uh, we didn't get this at all. We did not get this. And I think this relates to what we were talking about before where that team was so reluctant to reveal the name breath of the wild because they thought it was going to be a spoiler. I can tell that they're just really like, 
they've shut the iron door on any story thing, any spoiler that has to do with the story at all, which I think will is going back to this name. And they're just like, no, we're not, we're just not touching that at all. Um, yeah. Pre-launch. So yeah. So that why. kind of bleeds into the next prediction, which was like a one to two sentence setup of just like, what is the premise of this game story wise? Like, you know, it's, it's X years have passed since breath of the wild, or this thing has happened to create yeah. this new world. No, there was none of that. It was like, let's just jump into the gameplay and you can see it. So, so I was right. And you were wrong because I said that he was just going to be like, now link is in the sky, which is exactly yeah. what he said, like almost verbatim. And we got no story at all, which is exactly what I predicted. And really, so, I didn't do so great on these predictions. As I'm I am looking right. at them right here. Um, yeah. So it seems like the whole story is just like, do not touch, do not share anything. Um, is it really going to be that great? <laughs> the story? I don't play these games for the story. I, don't, I, I like I a mean, good story, but they're really like, is this like the, the, the next, the second coming of great literature or great, great film, great interactive I honestly, entertainment? I will say that I was a smidgen disappointed in the Breath of the Wild story because mm. it wasn't as much of a focus as I would have as I would have liked because they had a, so many setups with that memory with those memories about like this truly emotional story that I, like I thought I was I love those but they were very like sort of few and far between. Yeah. So I I am really hopeful that the story will be much more forefront in Tears of the Kingdom. And the the, the way that they are being so cagey about the story, um, and I have some other like an, like theories about this that we can discuss in a little bit, but I just feel like the way that they're treating this in a very like, even more so than they usually are in like a very, you know, like don't touch this kind of way. Like it just makes me think that there is a lot to the story that they want to preserve for the players. So I'm hopeful and I, I th that's what I really want. Um, so I'm going to put those manifestations. Out okay. There. Yeah. I feel like they're, be they're being probably a little bit too precious with it, but again, I don't care that much about it. So it's, it's not a big deal for me. You don't care about Link and Zelda. I care, but again, like I'm you not coming, care. I'm not coming to this game for the story alone. It's like the story is a nice secondary thing for me. I want to. I want to glue things together. You, you don't. That's what I want to do. Care about Zelda? Uh, the next prediction: shrines we would see, but no information on dungeons. This was another big. <clears throat> didn't well, get. We didn't see any. We didn't shrines. see either of them. Not a single shrine between the us. The dungeons thing is becoming like a major wedge in the Zelda community, where it's mm -hmm. like, if this game doesn't have dungeons, I'm going to flip out. out. Yeah, and I wonder yeah. if this is—is is this like a generational thing where like the older classic Zelda fans, of which I am one, but I don't associate with this, like need <laughs> these, or they feel like this is not a proper mm. Zelda game? And then there's other people who came up with with Breath of the Wild, and they're like, yeah, this is just what a Zelda game is now. You got to move on, yeah. Jack. I don't know. I I'm a hardcore old school Zelda fan. Obviously, I love puzzles. I love dungeons. I love the classic dungeons. But I didn't really find myself like. Like, you know, I didn't feel like a huge part of my soul was like carved out because I didn't have a dungeon in Breath of the Wild. I felt pretty satiated with the way that they had sort of shrines and, and sort of those bigger guardian things. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, but I do feel like this is like a big deal to a lot of people. Um, 
we did see some like interesting like link going through like a solid surface like porting through yes, like the ascend a, mechanic yes ascend thank you right. um that does strike i think it struck both of us but it does strike us stri- strike me as um like a dungeon puzzle mechanic totally. like this could be your yeah your magnetic boots in the water temple all over again exactly <laughs> let's hope not actually that's terrible yeah. so <laughs> i mean shrines dungeons like you need something puzzly to you know to pay off all these mechanics in a puzzle non-combat yeah. way so sure i'm fine with whatever they choose but that is some of the comments that i've seen getting more and more like desperate irritated yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely i i feel that too for the, for yeah. the people that want the dungeons uh we were right about this one this was like the first thing you see see link going from the ground to the sky um, <laughs> I really thought that mechanic was going to be, or I thought that that reveal was going to be some mind blowing thing. Like, wow, that's how he does it. It was neat, but it was it was just a rock elevator. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's very practical. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be like, oh, you get on the back of a dragon. And then they did say there's a number ascend. of ways to do it. I mean, you can build a vehicle. You could probably get up there that way. We did yeah. see we did see later on a Bokoblin being carried around by a bird. Maybe you can get carried around by a bird. I don't know. Yeah, a dinosaur. It was like a yeah. pterodactyl, like sure. carrying off a <laughs> Bokoblin. Yeah. It's pretty funny, yeah. Um, um, explanation of what happened to Link's arm and what you can do with this. This is kind of like a half, half point for us. Halfsies, yeah. Link's so, messed up arm. What happened to the arm? Who knows? We'll never know. But he's it's, definitely using the arm to do all sorts of crazy stuff like you can yeah. see the arm being used to do some of the the abilities that we saw in the in the gameplay yeah that was that was a theory you had was that that is now the sheikah slate and that seems to right. be That's right true. because in the upper left screen where those sheikah slate abilities were it's just a hand it's, just a, hand. it's a um, messed up looking hand so it seems like that's just the mechanism that's giving link mm. these powers which is yeah. cool i want to see somebody with a arm tattoo that matches oh, that's gonna happen arm. That is going to yeah. look so cool. Why don't you I think get that. It? No, I'm too scared of needles. <laughs> <laughs> too chicken. Too chicken to, to get a tattoo. Um, but they should totally. They should totally Doug Bowser, get this tattoo if you're oh, committed, Doug Bowser, if you're committed yes. to this game being if you're a smash hit. Get to this, this tattoo. Company, yes. Get the tattoo. <laughs> um, our last prediction was again, we, we had this feeling that them saying roughly 10 minutes of gameplay left some air at the beginning and the end for them to talk about other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were saying, if they're going to do these things, they probably need to announce them soon. Hardware and mm-hmm. DLC. Yeah. So we saw the system, the OLED system, yes. Pro Controller we saw, and also mm-hmm. a Switch case. A Switch all look very nice. Beautiful. Yeah, so pretty much um, right on what we predicted. We didn't get DLC, um, but I think that can come probably relatively soon as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the system looks really cool and uh, yeah, I think it, it's, it's really beautiful. So great yeah. job. I now have a new feeling about how they're approaching DLC. So with, when I worked on breath of the wild, the reason that they were, you know, the reason I felt this way was they were really pushing, like, we need to announce this, you know, right away before the game comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get people to buy it when they're buying the game. Mm-hmm. So I felt like they might just follow that again. But here, I, I'm thinking maybe, you know, as we're getting deep into the Switch life cycle, maybe the library is going to start to dwindle. Like, that is a big oh, thing okay. that they can put out, you know, in 
three months, six months to get people into this? It could be again. like something that they do around the holiday time. So they'll announce it later, like during, you know, the E3 time frame or something like that as a way to entice people to stick with the Switch. Right. And just boost the game a little bit um, later on this year. So that does make sense. Um yeah, yeah, we'll 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 be on the lookout for that. But I think there is going to be DLC, and it's going to probably get announced in the next couple months here. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. Um, why don't we just dig into some of these new abilities that we saw and talk about those a little bit more? Yeah. Um, so recall was the first one that we saw, and that was how Link got into the um, into the sky. Right, the rock elevator. <laughs> where you could see something falling out of the sky and you could basically reverse its course. Right. Um, I I think that's neat. I wonder, like, to what extent can you, like, how many other things can you do this to? Like, can right. you reverse time on, on, on anything that you see? That I, That's right. kind of where my mind went with it. Like a rewind. I, it did look like what he was recalling was the exact, exact path that it was on. So if something fell from a specific spot, you're, you're only going back up, reversing it in a specific spot as well. So, right. Right. Yeah. I do wonder what the limitations of that is. Um, and if it will be, uh, available for other things in the world or is it just to traverse the sky and the land? That seems like a very specific usage if you're just putting rocks back into the sky. So I, I feel like there might be something more there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like how the other Sheikah Slate um, abilities, you could freely use those or use your imagination to um, and combine abilities to do things. I wonder if that is going to be similar here as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the the next one that we saw, and this was like the majority of the rest of the presentation, yeah. was Fuse, right? Which was this great new mechanic where you can combine you know, weapons and items uh, that you find in the environment to create something entirely new and different. Yeah, that's, that was super fun to see. And and again, your mind just goes to all of the the possibilities and the ways that you could experiment with that ability. Um, So again, I love how that spirit of experimentation is, is truly alive and well in this game. Um, yeah, we saw some really like zany stuff. Like, uh, atta- I like when he attached the big rock to the stick, and it became sort of this like mallet kind of weapon. And um, also, you know, attaching the 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 pitchfork to the stick made it like really long. Um, so it was really it it, it kind of had a bit of humor, a little bit to it too. The weapons were definitely like a bit handmade, and and uh, you know, not like a traditional sword or a spear or something like that at least what we saw um so it was it was kind of cool to see just like you picking up stuff off the ground and making it into like these different zany weapons yeah i wonder if this was kind of one of their solutions to the the destructible weapons which i know some people aren't that fond of because they did talk about how like you can bolster the durability of a weapon by fusing it they were also saying you can, if you're struggling with combat, this is a way really early on to get a more powerful weapon right. instead of having to take down a more powerful enemy. So it seems like they're looking at this feature from a number of different ways, not just you know let people put things together, but also maybe make the game a bit more accessible accessible because yeah. they know a lot of people are going to get this. Exactly, exactly. I think so. I mean, the Switch 
um, audience is so big now. And there probably are people that didn't play Breath of the Wild. So they are trying to make it like an easy way in. For, yeah. Yeah. For and people. again, you know, my mind went to like, well, what is the limit of this? I was looking for some sort of thing on the HUD of like a bar that would fill up of like, mm-hmm. all right, you've, you've, you know, you've exceeded com- you've the amount of things, items. You've hit the limit. Yeah. But they showed so many examples and so many different variations on it that it seems really, really flexible, which is really exciting because this is, I mean, the things that we saw people doing in Breath of the Wild, it's it's just going to be like exponential with, with this game. That's what I want to see. coming up with stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm so excited because I'm like, oh, this is perfect because I know someone's going to figure out some zany combination that no one's ever thought of. And it's going to be like these fun videos that we'll get to see and, and people defeating enemies or, or solving puzzles in crazy ways. And I, that, that's my favorite part about uh, Breath of the Wild. And I think it's going to be like even more in this game. Right. Um, I also did get the sense that this whole like prehistoric nature to the game is, is sort of being like paid off in these weapons. So like you, it, this whole demo, you didn't see Link with like a traditional sword. He had a shield, um, but it's almost like kind of like a caveman sort of. <laughs> you really bought into this vibe. caveman Link thing. I really am, especially seeing the, like, it's like, that's what a caveman would do. A caveman would attach a rock to a stick to make like a hammer, you know, or like a, that's what, that's what they did, (laughs) like, in real life. So I wonder if that is a part of the reason why the fusing and that, all that stuff exists because of the Hmm. time, the timeline or whatever. Okay. That's Um, interesting. So I was, I was interested in, in that and wondering why. He's picking stuff off the ground yeah. and making it into weapons, you know? The one other thing Mr. Onuma said was that you will see enemies also having fused weapons. Yeah. Um, so you saw that enemy that had like that fan type mm-hmm. weapon. And then swept him right off right. the edge. So do they, I mean, if that was a power from Link's hand, do these enemies also have this power somehow? How are they getting these fused weapons? I was wondering yeah. that. Well, in that last trailer, Zelda did say, lend lend him your power. And that's when we saw oh. the messed up hand. Oh, wow. So okay. it could be a power that exists within the Zonai, which is a, the, these prehistoric guardians in Breath of the Wild that we saw as enemies in this trailer. Hmm. And Very interesting. Maybe the, maybe the Zonai have this sort of ancient power that they were able to lend to Link, but at a price. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I think. Cause that, that hand looks messed up. So I'm like, is it going to yeah. take over his body and he's going to become like an evil thing? I really like the combat in breath of the wild, but this could be an, a fun new layer of like some enemy just coming up on you with this. I've never seen hand. this combination. What is this? Yeah, what does exactly. this do? I got to figure this out. That could be right. I do cool. wonder if there's going to be other types of like bigger breath of the wild type enemies that can do this. And it will just Lionel. make that combat. I know. I was thinking Lionel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was thinking, I was thinking got like the, 19 um, swords. Yeah, he's going to poke you with four <laughs> pitchforks connected with a rock. I mean, it's going to be it's, it's going to be, be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next thing we saw was the Ultra Hand, which I'm a bit unclear on the difference between the Fuse and the Ultra Hand. Mm-hmm. It seems Fuse is specific to weapons, weapons, items, shields, and the Ultra Hand is more for creating vehicles. But it seems... Yeah. The core idea of both is the same, of putting yeah. things together. You're sticking things together. Yeah. Yeah. So we saw Link make a boat. 
Mm -hmm. uh, by taking some logs and putting sort of a fan on it. There were a number of variations that got shown quickly. And there were the things that that were shown in the previous trailer, Mr. Yeah. said, yeah, this is how those got made. So yeah. there was also kind of a raft that had fans facing the other way that and when you, you activated those, you fly. It, it would fly up, which looked really yeah. neat. There was like a hot air balloon kind of looking yeah. one. So you must have been, you're, you must be able to attach all just these different kind of elements together in a way to propel yourself around the world, which is super cool. Um, I think this is a very interesting take on the idea of vehicles in a game. Um, sort of this unconventional way of traveling around or, or getting places um, seems to be like a big theme. And uh, I, I like it. I think it's cool. It's like a very like Lego kind of like if you if you can dream it, you can build it, and then right. you can get you can get places. And and that seems pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder how easy this is going to be to use I, I'm sure some of the more elaborate builds are not going to be for you know Joe casual to make and I'm sure, <laughs> sure the game will have some tutorials and it'll, there'll be some moments where everything you need is like laid out there yeah but I'm sure there were again the creativity of the community of like I ran across Hyrule to bring this thing back to make this one of a kind vehicle right to get it's to gonna this be fun place to see. that no one could get to because yeah. I was able to like do some crazy like mechanic with the with the vehicles right, right. yeah yeah it's like i Can't split wait. i split the atom in breath of the in in tears of the kingdom because <laughs> i found this crazy combination that nobody thought of I, i've created like nuclear energy <laughs> I wonder if, you, if you gave this game to like mensa level oh, wow. physicists what would they do with it like yeah. could they like you know, come up with stuff that we can't. Cause I do think that if the game allows you to like that possibility would yeah. be pretty cool. Like to that's see someone. like immediately like when the game comes out on YouTube, it's like, here's 10, here's 10 vehicles. You didn't think of. I know. Like, yeah. yeah. Like you just, or give you it to it an actual car maker. Like give it to like, yeah. Porsche an engineer and see or what something. Their engineers. Right. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Engineers everywhere. We're calling yeah. you. Do this. <laughs> so ultimately I, I still wonder like, what is the difference between fuse and ultra hand? I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, it's just more of this big idea, uh, on, on the game of using creativity to create more stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the last named mechanic we saw was Ascend, which we mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, which was where you can go through a ceiling. Yes. When we first saw, so I, I went back and watched it again. I first thought you had to see that icon on a ceiling for that to be an available power. I think it's whenever you see a ceiling, you can impose that icon. Yeah, so I- and then. The quote that I, I wrote down, the exact quote, as long as there's a ceiling, you can use it anywhere. So. Right. That's um, a big difference <laughs> from what I first thought it was. Yeah, and not only a ceiling, but like a cave, which was what he showed at the very end of that, where you go through the cave and you end up on top of the mountain. So instead of having to use your stamina to climb, you could just go through it instead, which is yeah. interesting. This, this was a thing where the immediate purpose of it was not super obvious to me. I was like, I guess that's nice, but... I don't know if I'll be using it as much, but I'm sure just getting around, I, I'm sure they will be building the world and these places to like, no, you'll want to use this and it'll make your yeah. life easier. Or maybe there's there's places where you simply cannot climb yeah. that high. Yeah, yeah. Or you, there's no ledge for you to rest the stamina bar and you must yeah. use it to 
to get to that to location. Rivali's Gale is there? No more Rivali's Gale because I got to send. Rivali is not here because he's not. Rivali's Gale was my go-to move. You really like. <laughs> I love that Gale. one. You remember the upgraded one was really nice. Yeah, too. I was like, you could you could go real. You could get really going places. Yeah, you can go places. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious to see more implementations of that because I feel like I, I'm not fully grasping how big that is going to be in the yeah. game. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be like essential for some dungeon or right. some puzzle or something. Yeah. So then the last thing we saw was Link just jumping off one of these platforms and oh, skydiving, yeah, like free for, like, for like twenty or thirty seconds, and going so plop in a in a in a lake, cool. which um, big old splash. This may have been the thing that excited me the most, actually. Yeah, you seem really, really into that. Yeah. Why is that? I've always liked doing that in games of like going to a high place. And jumping off. And jumping off or using that to get somewhere else. Like games like um, Crackdown, like I really love doing that. Oh, okay, okay. So it just excites me. And it did give me a feeling, because you got a good view in that moment of all the other Sky Islands scattered about there. that's the part I like the most. It gave me a real Wind Waker feel of... I'm going to I'm going to go to all these places. I'm going to have little adventures on each of these. There's mm-hmm. going to be stuff I can get and that's going to be super fun. You're going to have so much to discover. Like the world when he was diving down just looked so big. Yeah. Um, and so vast that it just gave you the sense of like, "Oh my gosh, I have so much to explore." Um so I that's my favorite part. I'm I'm like the diving is cool looking, but more so I just like seeing the world from that vantage right, point because right. then you just know like oh man, it's going to be a lot to a lot to do and a lot of fun. Yeah, I I maybe maybe I'm alone in in getting feeling that excitement. But I was like, "Yes, you can just Yeah, you were jump really off. excited. <laughs> I love that. That's just really fun. Popped off with the, I did. You, you should go st- skydiving for reals. <laughs> if you really like that. <laughs> Wow, maybe if you really it. like it so much, go skydiving. Yeah, maybe. If you really like it, just do it for reals. All right. Um, <laughs> so that was kind of everything that we saw mechanics wise, which I mean that I guess that's a lot to squeeze into 10 minutes, honestly. Yeah. Um after I watched the video, I went online to see how people were feeling about this. Sure. And it was a bit more of a mixed reaction than I was expecting. Uh that mm. certainly didn't match my own experience. I was I was really excited by this and I thought it was great, but there were still a lot of people saying feels like DLC or I'm not getting that special feeling I did with the first game or is there really nothing new on the ground level? And there were I mean this was mixed with a lot of people being really excited and really liking what they saw, but I'm just yeah. wondering like for those skeptical fans was this enough? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question because while I, while I personally loved this and I mean, I'm not a skeptical fan, I was going to get this game anyway. (laughs) So for me, I'm going into it with a very different mindset where it's like, I'll just take any new information about this game, like anything that is going to set this apart or, or, or give me an insight into what is new. Like I'm here for it, but I get it for people that are skeptical because it, it is very focused on a singular gameplay mechanic. Um, and it doesn't touch upon, you know, the wider universe or, or timeline where this is set or, 
you know, big new reveals um, that people have been waiting for, like dungeons. Um, so I think if you're looking at it from that perspective, if you as a skeptical person were waiting for confirmation on those things, this may have been a little bit disappointing because it was so focused on like a singular thing that you can do. I saw our friend um, Jeff Grubb making a good point, which was this team, as talented as it is, probably couldn't create an entirely new game world and an entirely new set of game mechanics. Yeah, And they made the choice to add some new world stuff, mostly in the sky, but really go heavy on introducing the new mechanics because that's what made the game so unique in conjunction with the world. And... I understand that, and I think that's that's a really good point. These fans that are feeling disappointed, I think they really are going to need to wait until the game comes out to find out for themselves. Because he said right away, if I was to show you everything new, I'd like it would I could take all day, and yeah. I be- I believe him on that. I do too. So, people who really want to see the breadth of the changes and what's new, we're certainly not going to get it in the time we have left. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're just going to have to like white knuckle the last, you know, month or so to go yeah. and see for themselves. Exactly. And I, I think that this is deliberate from this team as well, because that's so much of your experience of your, um, you know, what you're going to feel like the thing that the, the, the sparkly feeling that you're going to feel when you play this game is going to hinge on these moments of surprise and these moments of you know you discovering for yourself what's possible in this game um because we we don't have that element that breath of the wild had of being the first one like this um so i think they're doing it very deliberately as a way to like preserve that for the player or else i think you you would be disappointed going and if you saw everything yeah i think i think for them this was mission accomplished of we showed enough to show that this is a really new and different game, get people excited, get the almighty pre-orders moving. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there will there will always be people who are wondering or are not totally clicking with it. This was one of our big predictions for the year back in January was like, this game will disappoint some people if your expectations are that it's going to blow out, blow Breath of the Wild out of the water, which honestly is, is not possible. Um, given, you know, how enormous that game was, the time that that game came out and how different it was before. Yeah. So it is interesting, though, to see this this persistent pessimism around this game. And, you know, you wonder if, like, are some people just kind of making that their whole identity online of, like, I'm the skeptical Zelda guy, which is possible. But, um yeah, I know Nintendo is intensely analyzing the sentiment. Oh, absolutely. And, and what changed from today versus previous. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this moved the needle, though. I mean, people were so hungry at this point for anything that it absolutely moved the needle. Because, yeah, when you starve somebody for <laughs> this long <laughs> and you give them a cookie, they're going to like it a little bit, you right, know? Right, So I definitely think that... Um, does help to answer some questions, you know, at least when you ask somebody like, well, what, what makes this game different than Breath of the Wild? You have one thing that's very tangible. Yeah, you can clearly you can tell. say, well, these new abilities make this different than Breath right, of the Wild. Right, right. Um, which is a, a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I do wonder about these 
sort of these skeptics too, where it is sort of like, like a cage of your own making from a development standpoint, because you made Breath of the Wild a game that was so, so, so incredibly good that that bar again is just like really high. You know, it's like you, you kind of like, what can you do, you know, to surpass that? You're going to disappoint some people that will say that you will never be able to surpass it. Um, and that's just kind of reality, I think. So that's some something that maybe people who are skeptical and even, like, development teams or people at Nintendo need to, like, come to terms with because it's just the reality of the situation. I do keep coming back to this, like, schism but with the old, the really traditionalist Zelda fans. And... You know, when we had A Link Between Worlds, Mr. Aonuma started to become very open about breaking the conventions of Zelda. Yeah. And that's what he started to do in that game, and he fully did in this game. And I don't know if those conventions are ever completely coming back. Yeah. Like, I think we will still get games that feel like classic Zelda, but they're kind of on a new path now. They really are, yeah. And, you know, it's it. you're going to have to decide whether to get on the path or not. Yeah. Um, but it's very, un- it's, it's undeniable that this path does resonate with a huge, right. you know, contingent. The reason they had to people. do that because Zelda was in a really shaky place it was in a rut. before Breath of the Wild came out. Like I remember I participated in some of the market research, um, that we did before Breath of the Wild and it was on some thin ice. Like yeah. people were not Resonating super aware that. of the series mm-hmm. beyond those who grew up with it. Um, it was not stacking up well against other, like, quote, modern games it was competing against. So I think that's something people need to keep in mind um, as we, you know, get deeper and deeper into this series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, what do we think comes next? Again, we've got like a month and change before this game comes out. Uh, yeah. Does this stick a fork in any hopes of a Tears of the Kingdom direct? I think it does. I think it does too. Yeah. I think we think we're cooked. Um, I think there's, there's no more sort of presentation style information dumps on this game moving forward. The team will be expected to market the game using what was shown in this 10 minutes of gameplay. Maybe we'll get another trailer a little bit closer to launch. Um, but I think this is it. I think yeah. that we'll have to wait out the rest of this without really any new info. Yeah, I agree. I, d- I do think they might let some media see the game and play the game in an extremely controlled way. Um, so we might see some variations on the mechanics, the areas that we have seen so far. Um, that would be a relatively easy thing for them to do in the next month or so. But as far mm-hmm. as them revealing more on the game that we didn't already know about, yeah, I don't think it's happening. I think this is they it. might just play the same ten minutes that exactly. Mr. Alnuma played. That exactly. is the demo. That's what you. That's what you can see. That's what you can do. Yeah, and so, they can yeah. maybe experiment a little bit in the areas that he yeah. was in, but that's pretty much right. Right. It. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, what a fun day it's been. 
I know. And it's your birthday today, which wow. is the most important. <laughs> the biggest news of all. The most important announcements. <laughs> Little Zelda said, who cares? Who cares? Yes. So watch yeah. this video and go wish kid a happy birthday. Awesome. <laughs> uh, well, thanks everybody for going deep on the new video. Um, we are on patreon.com slash Krista If you would like to support everything that Please we're do. doing on this here channel, you can check us out. And uh, yeah, we'll be back with a full installment of the Kitten Krista podcast uh, very soon this week. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.